Hi movie fans, welcome to 5 Reasons to Watch, and in this podcast we have the definitive Oscar review reaction show. So the format is going to be, we're going to go through the nominations and say the winner, and then if we agree with the winner we'll leave it there, however, if we think something else should have won, then we're going to talk about that film. We're not going to talk about every single film and its merits, just the winner or whether or not we thought someone else should have won. Before we go through, though, the nominations and the winners, we just want to have a quick talk about things, a couple of films or a couple of actors or a couple of um, directors that may be missing. We're only going to name two. Right, for me, I guess the, the biggest omission um, for, for the Oscars is the fact that Carol isn't even nominated in Best Film. I found that a bit surprising. Okay, so you'd put Carol in. What are we taking out from Best Picture? Um, I would probably take out The Martian. The Martian? Yeah. Why? Um, I think it's a good film. I don't. I just don't think it's Oscar worthy. I think it's more of a popcorn sort of yeah. film. Um, okay. Uh, and then what? What's your second edition and your second omission? My second edition is going to be um, Michael B. Jordan um, for his performance in Creed. In Fantastic Four. No, <laughs> no, no. Definitely Creed. Definitely Creed. Um, and what are we taking out? It. I mean, we could take out. Sorry, Matt Damon, but we could take oh. out Matt. And we could take out Eddie, because I don't think... Uh, definitely Eddie is the front-runner to be taken out for that. Yeah, so Eddie read a meme for the Danish girl. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And um, again, mine would be uh, putting in a film and taking out a film. Um, my addition would be Straight Out of Compton. Oh, yes. Great film, great energy, just everything about the film. I won't go into it too much. Look at our Straight Out of Compton podcast. We do a full review of it there. I love that movie. And I'm putting in straight out of Compton, and oh, I'm taking out the big shot. Now, hmm. yeah, I mean, we didn't do a review of this, but the script is good. But it's just more about them talking about this event. It's like, the economy's going to crash. The economy's going to crash. Okay, the economy crashes. I don't think it's shot very well. It, it kind of all, it's flickery and documentary style, but it doesn't suit it. I think it's suited to be a bit more Wolf of Wall Street. Ah, yeah. Slick, a bit funnier. And, and there are some great bits. Margot Robbie in the bath explaining <laughs> um, the banking crisis was phenomenal. There's some fantastic bits, but I, it just isn't a good film. Uh, and it shouldn't be in there. And Straight Out Compton should be, because that's a fantastic movie. And again, Eddie Redmayne out of Best Actor. I think he's only in there because um, of the movie and its issues about transgender, which I, I'm all for, but his performance isn't good. And it's only because he won last year and, and, and this was billed as going to be an Oscar film and obviously it wasn't as good as everyone thought it was going to be. No. And uh, yeah, I'm putting in Michael B. Jordan as well. What yes. a, just a great performance from a, a great, very talented young man taking on the Rocky franch um, franchise. And he, you know, he did a great job. He did a, he did a really good job. So I'm with you there. Yeah, I just think it's. I mean, we we touched on Creed and how much we we love Creed, but it is a really multifaceted performance from him. Yeah. Um, and I I think it deserved the nomination. I think definitely yeah. more so than Eddie. Sorry. Absolutely sorry, Eddie. Um, sorry, the big shot. But yeah, straight out of Compton, Michael B. Jordan, or Michael B. Jordan and Carol. There are two emissions and emissions. Right, let's get down to the nitty-gritty, the Oscars, the show. Yeah, absolutely. So Chris Rock, as host, did a great job. His monologue at the beginning was, was, was very challenging, I think, as, as a black host, 
hosting the Oscars when when you know so many people had boycotted. It was always going to be a challenge. Was he going to take on the issues head on? He did. He made some funny jokes. His joke about uh, Jada Smith <laughs> and Rihanna was particularly brilliant. Um, but great job hosting. Difficult job. He could have boycotted, um, but he stood firm and he took on the issues. Interesting point he made, uh, which I really liked, was he joked that there should be a black category. But then he also said, well, why is there a male and female category? Why is it not just best actor? Mm. And you could have Meryl Streep against Robert De Niro. You could have, you know, um, Helen Miriam against Mark Rylance. You Mm. know, why do we why do we have these separations? Um, I don't know. So should we should we should we go for it? Should we go go through the awards? Um, Right. Let's do it. Right. Let's start off with writing then. So we've got the original screenplay. Yeah. Um, now, the list of nominees was the following. So Bridge of Spies, Ex Machina, Inside Out, Straight Out of Compton, and the winner, which was Spotlight. Yeah. How absolutely. do you feel about that? Um, again, I would have I gone for Straight Out of Compton. I was a huge fan of this film. And, you know, it, it's strange for you to, obviously, Straight Out of Compton... Um, Bridge of Spies and Spotlight were all based on real events. Yeah. So how it can be classed as an original screenplay, mm. I mean, it's based on life, but I just really enjoyed Straight Outta Compton. It was, it was, it, yeah, I just really enjoyed the story and I really enjoyed the way they told, they, they told this. Didn't, didn't mind Spotlight, but I thought it was very wordy. I thought it was very wordy and, you know, obviously a script is writing, but, you know, there's lots of good scripts and films that don't need as much dialogue and as much kind of backstory yeah i think with spotlight it's it's a story that needed to be told for sure and perhaps the reason why it won and i'm I'm not really going to argue against it to be honest with you is because there's just there was just so much going on that, that they had to obviously break down and you know take a look at all this abuse that was happening um so i felt like there was there was a lot of, of text that they had to go through and, and the fact that it is obviously original it's not i mean it is based on real life story, but somebody still had to break that down. I kind of I can understand why it, why it won. Yeah, um, I, I you know I'm not I'm not against it. I'm not you know I'm not going to cry myself to sleep tonight. About yeah, straight out comes to not winning, but I I just probably enjoyed the the script a bit more. But you yeah. you think Spotlight a worthy winner? I think so. Yeah, I think it's fair enough. So the second um, award is for writing again, and now this is adapted screenplay. The nominees being The Big Shot, Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and Room. And the winner was The Big Shot. And, I, you know, I'd go for The Martian on this if it was yeah. up to me. Yeah, I read the book before I actually saw the film. And even though the style of writing was very much... I had the idea that the author wanted it to be made into a film. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, it's very true to the book, so yeah, I'd go with that. I, lo- I loved how funny it was. It is cast away in space, um, but it's just so, it's funny, it's original, and there are times when you're like, oh, okay, um, there are some stakes here, maybe he won't get out, obviously mm. he does get out and he's fine and that's all good, but I just loved how funny it was, and yeah, I think, you know, obviously they got some some you know big Hollywood stars in there, you know, Matt Damon, but I think that, that script, that story would have lent himself and they could they could have got some an unknown actor and i think we would have yeah we would have wanted to him, root for him definitely yeah to get home so up next we've got visual effects with star wars the force awakens the revenant the martian mad max fury road and the eventual winner which was ex machina now 
Um, I, I think there's a few you could go with there, to be honest with you. Um, visually, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, um, I'm I'm okay with this one. Um, I mean, Alicia Vikander. Yeah. As as kind of this this robot character. Is yeah, I mean it looks incredible. But then yeah, so does Mad Max Fury Road, so does the Marsh and the Reverend and Star Wars. I think any of these could have been the winner. I'm I'm happy with Ex Machina, as the Americans say. Mm, they're probably Ex-Machina. right. Who knows how you pronounce <laughs> it? Uh, it's part of the fun. I mean, all of them looked great. Um, I mean, I guess the Reverend had the bear scene. Oh right, yeah. Which looked really. Real. I was just thinking. I was just wondering why it was in there. It kind of. Seems like the weakest of a lot, but then now that you've mentioned, obviously, the bear. The bear, yeah. The bear did look great. Um, yeah, Star Wars, obviously. It's Star Wars. Yeah, it just looked fantastic. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, this is this is a tough one, but I think it's Machina, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm happy with that. Obviously, looked fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, you want Star Wars to win something. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, banked two billion. Yeah. So it doesn't Well, care. it's got nominations, so, you know, that's, that's good. But I, I think the only reason why I kind of question um, Mad Max not winning it is because, as we'll see later on, it does tend to win a lot of the other sort of, you know, behind the scenes yeah. um, editing yeah. bits and pieces. And I'm just wondering why it didn't win this one. Yeah, no, me too. I think it was, it's obviously, I think it's Alicia Vikander's character mm. being the robot. And I think, yeah, yeah, it does look great. That's true. Okay, movie fans, the big one. Are you ready? This is the award for sound mixing. The nominees are Bridge of Spies. Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Reverend, and Star Wars, and the winner being Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, I'm again. I think it's uh, well, I think it's because of the guitar. Guy. You know, what I was going to say it's the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> if you've not seen it, there's this crazy guitar guy throughout oh, throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, just playing guitar tied to a is it an articulated lorry type thing? Yeah, he's just. He's he's just up there. He's just tied. Yeah, I think yeah. he is a, a lorry of, of something. <laughs> in, in he's just chained sort of, to it, but he's got to play the guitar. He's got to play guitar all the way through. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, again, Mad Max Fury Road, happy with that. Could have been Star Wars. Mm. Um, it wasn't. And yeah, you know, I mean, when you put up, you know, five well-made movies. Yeah. And they've got millions of dollars behind then they're going to get the best best people in definitely and yeah it, you know what if if it means the guy playing guitar can say i pretty much nailed an oscar for mad max Fury yeah Road. i mean they should give him the oscar really. they should he should have collected it yeah but, I but guess it's, in tied to a man, isn't it? <laughs> it's tied to an articulated lorry on some on some film lot somewhere they, i mean they're so cheap they could have just brought him in they should have he <laughs> him should have drove in over the audience and I, said... I'd watch it. That would make great TV. Are we happy with Mad Max Fury Road? Good. Well done, guitar player. And the next one up is Sound Editing. My favourite award. Of course. Yeah. Um, so we've got the... Fe- uh, the uh. <laughs> let's try that again. Hold on, let's, let's re-edit that. Go. Right, so the next award is for Sound Editing. So we've got a few of the usual suspects here. It's Mad Max Fury Road again. Um, which actually ends up being the winner. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Nominees are um, The Martian, The Revenant, Sicario, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. And sound editing, would I give it to Mad Max? Uh, I mean... 
I'm very passionate about this one. You Sicario should have won. If uh, listen to our Sicario podcast. Yes. How this didn't win this award? That the, there's a scene in it. If you've not seen it, go and see it. Buy it on Blu-ray. Just for that scene. Stream it. There's a scene where they go um, from America to Mexico mm. and they go through this border and the sound is fantastic. You've got this doof, doof, and it's matching your heartbeat yeah. and then there's, there's loads it's of chaos, tense. Mexican street. It's fantastic. I, I don't understand just how this hasn't happened. It, it baffles me. Um, I think Mad Max here, and I, I, I want to go, go and say it, I think Mad Max is a lazy choice. Sorry. No, I, I think you're right. I think, you know... The guitar man has won for sound mixing. Yeah. That's fine. You I mean uh, they must have really loved the guitar man. But I mean I mean we're not gonna spoil anything, mm. but this is indicating that Mad Max Fury Road is, is just gonna clean up. Because yeah. they've already run what, two or three already. Yeah. And it's a great film. It's it's a really great film and the sound is great, but Sicario all the way through this is the sound is keeping you going, it's keeping you in the action, it's it, it, if anything, the reason Sicario hasn't done that well in mm. these movies is because without the sound, it's probably not the greatest of movies. Some great performances, how Benicio Del Toro hasn't been nominated, but we can't get into that. Oh, let's, yeah. Oscar's so missing Benicio Del Toro yeah. and Emily Blunt and James Bond. Anyway, listen to our Sicario podcast. Um, Sicario should have done this. Um, yeah. I, I'm, no, I'm I think really I, I, I would. I would go with that actually because I feel like, I mean, what? So, okay, sound mixing, sound editing. You know, they both have the word sound in it, yeah. and I think that's why I'm. I, it's of my honest opinion that I think it's just like a lazy thing just to to give it to Mad Max. You know, oh, it's visual. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't think the music in Mad Max is particularly memorable aside from Guitar Man. Guitar Man, yeah. who is m- more of a visual aspect of anything. Um, if there's the best yeah. guitar man taped to a, a lorry, <laughs> then fine. But Sicario really deserved this award. Mm. You know, we, we probably don't take as seriously the small awards, but for this award, Sicario should have won it. Yeah. And it's really irritated me that. Now he's vexed. Great. Okay, movie fans, I've calmed down. I'm no longer vexed. Uh, we're going to go with production design. The nominees are The um, Bridge of Spies, The Danish Girl, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, and The Revenant. And the winner is Mad Max Fury Road's Best Production Design. Ugh, I mean, I've just made a face that says it all, really. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I would go with that. Um, does it deserve to win? You know, you know what, actually... I mean, any of these movies could have won it. Mm. Uh, I think the production design on the mall is pretty good. I think it does seem, like you said before, the lazy choice has been, let's give everything to Mad Max. Yeah, but not give him anything, you know. Major, were you going to say? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't mean that in the sense... I well, mean, in well, the sense well of done production design, and... Mad Max, but we don't care. Sometimes the Academy <laughs> makes these decisions. I can't, you know. I just feel like... I, I mean, they used to... Okay, they used to do it for, like, Lord of the Rings and things like that, but, you know, you'd see them sweep up all the other ones, but you wouldn't really get an Oscar nod for Best Actor. Yeah. Or, you know... Yeah. Yes, you maybe would for Best Director, but not... You know, that was sort of once in a blue moon. Um, yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, you you did feel like you were in this wasteland, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, I could argue with The Revenant, maybe, um, for production design, or even The Danish Girl. I really... Well, I, I guess, like yeah, the, the kind of... It was... 
There was so was many maybe like nineteen thirties, nineteen forties France and um I nearly said Danish land. Yeah. Which of course isn't <laughs> isn't a place. No. Um Denmark, mm. for those of you. Yeah. I mean if they'd really thought about it, anyone there could have won, so we can't take anything away from my match Euro, but there does seem to be a pattern forming, doesn't mm. there? Where it's just like, let's tick all the kind of less prestigious awards. Not mm. an Oscar can be less prestigious, but let's be honest, the the film companies just want to win Best Picture and yeah, Best Director. Yeah, of course, because they just want that on their posters, obviously the week after. Yeah. You see all the posters round on the underground and, you know, Oscar winner. Yeah. Sounds a lot better than just, you know, yeah, nominated. Yeah, well, I mean, so far, what have we got? Three for Mad Max Fury yeah. Road, so it's going to say three-time Oscar winner. Uh, we'll see how it gets on with the other awards, but yeah, don't mind that winning. Right, the next one up is music. So we're looking for the original song, and um, these were the nominees. Earned It, Fifty Shades of Grey, Manta Ray, Racing Extinction, Simple Song Number 3, Youth, Till It Happens to You, The Hunting Ground, or Writings on the Wall, Spectre. Um, and that was the eventual winner. Sam Smith won it. This is the least <clears throat> deserved Oscar of all time. It is the worst Bond theme ever. To me, this is like handing Madonna the the Oscar for best song for what was hers, Die Another Day. I like that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... I think I'll die a nut... Well, we, well, we might get sued for um, dancing. What about it, last oh. year? Did uh, not last year. What? I how many years Skyfall? ago was it? Skyfall. I'm sorry, I hated Skyfall. The, I just the thought song? the writing for the 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 music was fine. The lyrics were horrendous. There really? was there was no story. It was awful. Yes. The the song by Adele. Yes. Ugh, I can't even. I can't even do. <laughs> you can't even look. At I can't even right process now. that. Yeah. That's, those are just my thoughts. We'll face it all together at Skyfall. Yeah. Okay. What about the rest of it though? This is the end. No. I, I don't really know <laughs> exactly. Anyway, the point it's is... It's not exactly memorable, this is, is it? Absol- I mean, Sam Smith's very talented. I'm a, a huge fan of his album. Mm-hmm. All the songs he's, mm. he's ever written, he's ever sung, are fantastic. This is genuinely terrible. Radiohead did a, did a song, Writings mm-hmm. on the Wall, for the film. Yeah. That didn't get chosen. A million times better than this. Now, you know, I'm happy that Fifty Shades of Grey cannot <laughs> say it's an Oscar winner. And I'll give it any other any other song recorded, but Sam Smith's Skyfall, Writings on the Wall, not Skyfall, a Spectre, was just terrible. It's worse than the movie. In fact, this That's... effort of a song, I would say, was worse than Daniel Craig's effort at James Bond for this movie. When he just checked out. Yeah. I feel like, it, to be honest, we didn't review Spectre because, cause, you know... It's a British movie and we can't really do that. We can't, we can't really be so harsh on it, mm-hmm. but... But I thought, yeah. Oh, I can't think of it. Off the top of my head, I can't think of a, a, a least deserved Oscar. I think generally that's quite... Uh, aside from, I would say, Simple Song 3, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not really, I'm not really feeling any of those specifically. And I, de- I, and I definitely don't feel Writings on the Wall deserves an Oscar. Sorry. No, I've, I, I just not. don't... I don't really see it personally, but um, I think, it won. I think it said la- Lazy Choice. Yeah. Lazy Choice. Okay, movie fans. Now, I'm excited about this one. Um, this is Music Original Score. The nominees were Bridge of Spies, Carol, The Hateful Eight, Sicario, and Star Wars The Force Awakens, and the winner was The Hateful Eight. Now, apart from Carol, 
I'd have been happy for any of these winning. Um, again, I was a huge fan of the music in Sicario. Yes, I agree. But The Hateful Eight, I mean, if there is ever a movie that has a score that, that fits that film perfectly, this is it. The main theme from The Hateful Eight was genuinely up there with the theme from The Exorcist, the theme from Halloween. It, it's just really... Well, I mean, unfortunately, we can't play it. I can't even hum it to you because I'm sure we'll get sued. <laughs> um, not that the Weinsteins listen to this podcast. I mean, they probably do. Hi, Weinsteins, Harvey mm. and co. Um, but yeah, it really just... It's just... You hear that anthem and it sums up the characters and it sums up this movie. And like I say, huge fan of Sicario. Obviously, Star Wars, come on. It's... Well, Star Wars, yeah. I mean, I understand, I understand why it's here in the nominations, but I mean, technically, original score. Well, there, I mean, I guess there are some nods out there to, to the original Star yeah. Wars, so it's technically but then probably it's not, not technically original. original. But then, you know, who cares about technicalities? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm glad Carol got a nomination because I, I, I enjoyed the. Um, I thought it was really good. The music the score, yeah. Because I know you Carol. loved the film. I did. I thought. I thought the what is it? Carter Burwell. Um, his score was excellent. Nice. Um, but then, yeah, the hateful eight. For me, it would be between Carol the Hateful Eight and Sicario. Yeah, yeah, and uh, happy for the Hateful Eight. Honestly, if you just watch the film, even just listen to the music, and the the the, the main theme, it feels dirty and seedy, and that's all of these characters in this movie, all eight of, of them from the Hateful Eight. If you've not seen the movie, I think it's really dastardly characters, and and that's exactly what the music is. And of course, when you've got Quentin Tarantino in charge of a movie. You know the music's yeah, going to be spot on. Exactly. And this is a, is an absolute masterpiece of a, a main theme for a movie. Um, I don't think it's Tarantino's masterpiece. Because we all know Tarantino's masterpiece is Jackie Brown. Yes, thank you. Oh my God, I'm so happy we agree on that. We agree on that. <laughs> yes. um, which again had fantastic sorry. music. <laughs> About your ears. Yeah, Whoopsies. sorry for your ears. Um, but yeah, yeah. Could have been Sicario. Could have been Star Wars. Could have been any, but... Happy for the eight for late. No arguments yeah. here. Next category up is film editing. So the following nominees were The Big Short, The Revenant, Spotlight, Star Wars, The Force Awakens Again, and Mad Max Fury Road, which um, was the eventual winner. Yeah, I I would I'd probably agree with that. I think it's a road movie and it needed good editing to keep you invested and I and I think it like, did the job. Kept you interested. It is just a road movie, trying to get from A to B and then back again. Um, and I think, you know, when your your main character doesn't say much, mm. you need good editing to keep you invested. And I think, yeah, really worthy winny, winner. Um, see, I, see, I would probably go for The Revenant. Yeah? Yeah. Well, my problem with um, The Revenant is I think some of the takes are too long. I think he's trying to be a little bit Birdman-esque. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, there are but there are some incredible shots where um, you're you feel like you are in the forest with them. Yeah. Um, and at, you know, it's almost it kind of reminds me a little bit of a Saving Private Ryan. You know, when they reach the beach and then you just you follow people and then you lose yeah, one guy, yeah. but then you follow somebody else and then the horse is off on its own and then you've got that crazy guy in. Um, in the Revenant, you know the the guy who's sort of drinking from the bottle, and then it yeah yeah moves on to the Indian chief. So yeah, I I kind of mm. like that aspect of it, but um, I mean, I don't really, I wouldn't really fault Mad Max for winning this award, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, which is, is maybe it's fourth or fifth right now. Yeah. Well, it's looking like it could win all the big ones. Uh, yeah, Mad Max Fury Road, good job. Okay, movie fans, we are getting to the nitty... The nitty gritty. Gritty, absolutely. Best cinematography. The nominees are Carol, The Hateful Eight, Mad Max Fury Road, The Reverend, or Sicario. The winner being The Reverend. Mm. Now, yeah... Again, I feel all we keep saying is any of these could have won. Yeah. Apart from Carol, which is Stop. which isn't good. Behave. Um. Ah, uh, again. It, for me, it was between the Reverend Sicario and the Hateful Eight, and yeah, the Reverend, I guess, for me, gets the nod mm. because it is it is kind of using different styles that we've seen in Saber Private Ryan. Yeah. Certainly that we saw in Birdman last year. But I feel like he's, he's um, Alejandro, obviously mm. he wasn't a cinematographer, but it's his vision as a director, has really started to, to, to find a niche of being able to make these, these shots. And like you say, I think the editing wasn't great, mm. but certainly the look of this movie and the, the scene in the forest at the beginning, which I think is probably like this 10 minute kind of set, up, set piece. Yeah. Um, that that really opens you up into this world and how dangerous it is for the characters and I think I think a lot of that is to do with the cinematography and just yeah Leonardo DiCaprio's journey throughout this movie is fantastic and the bear scene um, is shot so well so as much as I love Sicario and the Hateful Eight I think the Reverend's a very worthy winner here I do think you could give it to any of them to be honest with you I know you're, you're even not feeling Carol, Carol but uh, it, sell me Carol well it just looks lush I mean I I saw it. It, w- it was, you know, film. I saw it in film form, basically, not digital. And that was, it just looked great. I mean, everything, for me, the way it was shot was just stunning. But I, I could easily give it, I mean, I could even give it to Sicario. I'm not just saying that. I think yeah. that's a that's a really well shot film. And we talked about that epic scene <clears throat> in the middle of the film. But I just think, you could, I suppose, I mean, you could give it to Mad Max. Maybe Mad Max is, once again... I hate to say it, but it's slightly the lazy choice because of its visual yeah. aspects and, and, you know, how gorgeous it looks. Um, but yeah, Revenant, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, no. Well done, The Reverend. Next up is Animated Feature Film with the following nominees. Anomalisa, Boy and the World, Shaun the Sheep movie, When Marnie Was There, and the eventual winner being Inside Out. Yeah, um, I mean, for me, I just, it was always going to be Inside Out. Whatever yeah. my personal preference was, yeah. genuinely, if Pixar get it right, which they did with this movie, they're always going to win animated film. Yeah, I think that's that's very true. It's it's always between Disney and Pixar, let's be honest. I mean, yeah. you're, you're hard-pressed to find anyone else squeezing in. The, well, apart from maybe Wallace and Gromit. Um, yeah. So, Shaun the Sheep... It's movie. good to see Shaun the Sheep there. I, I, I really enjoyed that, actually. Yeah. It's nice to see it nominated. Um, but I think the most interesting one of the lot, for me, has got to be a, a, the um, Anomalisa. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the stop motion. It, it's definitely an adult animated film. It's not for kids. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have sex, for goodness sake. You know, spoiler alert. So. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so watch out for the, the sex. Um, but yeah, I mean, Inside Out, it's... I, I, again, I think it's an easy choice. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, you know, it was a much needed win for Pixar, this one. Because mm. The Good Dinosaur 
the it was was wasn't very good. The endless sequels that they keep doing, mm. um, and the, and you know that they, they have changed the game. I do feel like this is a bit of a lazy option for the academy. I feel like it's always going to be a good D- Disney Pixar film or Disney, like say Frozen last year. Oh yeah. You know, it, it, I'm not saying Frozen didn't deserve it, but you know, unfortunately. If Pixar get it right, it doesn't care what they're up against. No, it's true. It's I think it's as I said. It's a, it tends to be a two horse race um, when it is. Yeah. Um, and if, as you say, if no one else, you know, if it's not between, well, I don't know. I mean, Disney, Pixar, whatever. Um, then I don't think anyone else will get a look no. in purely because I just think, I mean, they release films obviously for kids yeah. as well, but. St- you know, films like Up, for example, that have, you know, adults can go and watch it as well and not feel like I'm watching a kid's film. I can I can get this as well. It's sort of like the, the humour yeah. you get on The Simpsons when you watch it as a kid. You know, you're laughing because Homer does something stupid. But then later on, you're laughing because of something he says or some innuendo or something. So, yeah. It's um. a great story. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. And then I found a five-pound note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know, I think we'll be sat here this time next year and... If Disney get, for example, Finding Nemo right, yeah, then it's gonna win. It probably is gonna win. Let's just say it now. Yeah, well, I know they've got to get it finding, right. Finding Finding Dory. Neverland. Dory. No, Finding, <laughs> no, finding Dory. Dory. Finding Dory. If they get it right, they're gonna win. No, they. I'm just saying they are gonna win. You're just saying they're gonna get yeah. it right. Okay, we'll see. Okay, folks, we've got our first huge one, huge one, and this is Best Actress in a Supporting Role. And the nominees are Jennifer Jason Lee, The Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara, Carol, Rachel McAdams, Spotlight, Alicia Vikander, The Danish Girl, and Kate Winslet, Steve Jobs. And I'm proud to say, happy to say, over the moon to <laughs> say, that it was Alicia Vikander in The Danish Girl, which I thought she was phenomenal. So good in this movie. She's had a great year. And she was fan dabby dozily fantastic. I am, I, you know what? I'm happy with that selection because I think without her in that film, um, it would have just fallen flat on its face. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm not sure if she even saved it completely. Listen to our Danish girl review. Mm. Um, but you had a hankering for Rooney, didn't you? I did. I. I what was I, it you said? You said something. About, I said didn't you say Ben Rooney? Rooney. <laughs> Is it Ben Rooney? My money's on Rooney. Sorry about my money. Yes, I think it might be my money's on Rooney. But you know, well, never mind. I suppose there's always there's always next year. There is. There is. And to be honest with you, I think actress in a supporting role. For me, it was probably the, the toughest competition. I've got to be honest. Yes, I think it's the strongest category of a lot. Jennifer so Jason Lee was unbelievable in The Hateful Eight. If mm. you've not seen it, go see that performance. Rooney Mara was by far the best singing Carol. Yes. And of course, you know, you think of the cast of Carol. Well, if you think yeah. of... And, yeah. You know. Um, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. yeah Who Kate has Blanchett. an Oscar to her name already. And when you're the when you're better than Kate Blanchett... <laughs> Damn. And you don't get an Oscar for it. Exactly. Ouch. Uh, yeah. Rachel McAdams, obviously, great in Spotlight. Kate Winslet, unrecognisable yeah. in Steve Jobs. This is one of her, I mean, um, this is one of her better performances, I think, and that actually deserved a nomination for me. I Well, if she could swap it for the reader. Oh, please. If oh. she could say, look, it, scratch it off her. the reader. Definitely. Put in Steve Jobs and we've got yeah. stuff. But Alicia Vikander, I called it, she did a great job. And this is, you know, there's a joke about what you have to do to get it and she got naked to get this. Oh, this is 
true, actually. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying she's a fantastic actress, but there is something, and I, I said that bit tongue in cheek, and and hope that didn't mm. come across offensive. But there is something in stuff you have to do to 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 get the nod, and and she's been fantastic, and she is fantastic. I mean, the run she's on, Ex Machina, mm. she was brilliant in um, the spy film with. Henry oh, Cavill. Yes, I know what you're talking about. The movie about. escapes Guy, me. Guy the Guy Ritchie. Ritchie. Um, oh, that's going to bother Oh, uh, Man night. from Uncle. That's it. She's just on fire and she was brilliant in this. Um, but I, I do worry is that what we have to do? You know, sometimes mm. you think to yourself, well. As a woman. You know, as a woman, did she have to do this? Did she have to do that? Mm. And yeah, but great actress, fantastic and. Absolutely. Well deserved. So the next award was for actor in a supporting role, where we've got Christian Bale in The Big Short, Tom Hardy in The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight, Sylvester Stallone for Creed, and Mark Rylance, Bridge of Spies, who was the eventual winner. Um, and, psh, yeah. I, I, again, <laughs> if you, I mean, if you, you listen it? to our Bridge of Spies review, <laughs> I said, do not be surprised. If Mark Rylance wins, and I'm over the moon at this one. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for him as well, um, because he's just a class act. I mean, he yeah. he does films, he does theatre. I mean, the man could read a dictionary, and I'd I'd pay to watch him. Yeah, he's 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 an absolute all rounder, and I, yeah, I just think it was it was the best performance in there. I think I'm glad Tom Hardy got nominated, but I think that's more for his body of work and some reg- recognition for. But I hate that, you see. I mean, um, do, if you're asking me honestly, do I think Tom Hardy should have been nominated for Best Actor in a Sporting Role? I, I don't think so. For I the would scratch that. Yeah, for this, yeah. I don't think so. Um, maybe for Legend. Yeah, well, for his his version of um, for either was either it Ronald? I've got, I mean, which Ronald, one? Which one's Ronald's a psychopath. Though? Yeah. I think. Yeah. No, it was it was in obviously as a lead in that. Um, but I think that's for his work. His that from where he kind of was going in his career to yeah. where he is now over yeah. the past kind of five or six years, I think it's a you're doing good, pal. I mm. think I think Mark he does Ruff- phones it in. Uh, for me, he slightly phones this performance in. To be honest with you, so I don't. I I, I get why they they've added him, but I just don't. I'm not really. Based you think for he's, this film, he's hammed oh. up a little bit. Hmm? You think he's hammed up a little bit? Yeah, I think so because it's you know sort of mumbly and yeah. It's not his best performance, no. but I think Tom Hardy's great in everything. Oh, yeah, apart from um, that. I think Christian Bale is only really there for... Token, isn't he, a little bit? Yeah, this is a bit of a token gesture. Mm. He, The thing is, he's a great actor, and he doesn't need to be nominated no. all the time. Yeah. And I think this is a bit of a, okay, yeah, Christian, you, you're doing great work. Again, the trajectory of your career, which is, you know, kind of pre-Batman. yeah where he wasn't a huge star. Mm. I think it's, you know, your work has been great. And he, he doesn't deserve to be nominated just, you just know, Just for the hell of it, yeah, of course. Uh, and and we'll, we'll talk more about that when we talk about uh, Best Actress in a minute. Mm. Um, anyone else in there? Matt Ruffalo was unlucky last year because he was fantastic in yeah. Foxcatcher. I think um, he, I read somewhere, I believe that he's been nominated three times for an Oscar. Yeah. And he hasn't won any single time. Yeah. So they're sort of looking... Um, at him and I think I think he's such a talented actor and, and uh, yeah I know he's in Marvel films which as we all know if you've been listening to the previous podcasts do you hate is I am hate not, Marvel I don't want to say I hate Marvel you, I just you, she hates Marvel I, I'm mm, uh, yeah I hate Marvel okay um, but I think he's 
he is a great talent and I think he makes really, really interesting choices um, when he plays characters. Um, as you say, in Foxcatcher, I mean, that whole cast was incredible in Foxcatcher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was just one cog, um, one piece in that machine. Um, Sylvester Stallone for Creed. I completely forgot that he'd been nominated for this. Yeah, well, I, you know, it, had he have won, I'd have been happy with it. But I feel like it, it was it was a good performance, but only because... You for the you know for the past twenty years yeah. he's been doing the action man role. That's true. And this was the first time he reminded us that he does have some good acting mm. jobs, and that he can do this character, and he doesn't have to be this um, kind of tough guy that we see in the Expendables. Yeah. Um, and had he won, I'd have been happy, but he would have. It would have felt like he'd slightly stolen it, stolen it from from Mark Rylance, I think. If he had. <laughs> just a really teeny tiny harsh. bit. <laughs> just stealing. No, I think it's because um, the fact is Creed is, you know, what is it, the seventh Rocky film? And we've gone through this character, as you say, for, what, 20 years? So yeah. we've gone through his back, you know, his character's backstory for 20 years. It would be kind of unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, based on this performance, I'd have been happy for him to win it. But I think Mark Rylance understated performance of the century because it's a great character, but he's not. Yeah, I guess when you said maybe Tom was kind of hamming up a little bit, Mark Rylance is this villain and you're still not sure if he's a villain. Yeah, or not. well, exactly. You, That's you don't I mean. know you what his character is. What is going on? But you, but he makes you watch it. That's, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I think, again. I still love Sly. I mean, you know. Well, I, I'm well, glad he got nominated. I mean, you accused him of stealing. No, I said if he if he, he had, he would have slightly. He would have just. He would have you know cheap shotted it a little bit. <laughs> cheap shot, a low blow. Is, a low blow. Is that what it is? That's what it there is. There we go. Okay, movie fans, best actress in a leading role, Clay, <laughs> Clay, <laughs> Kate Blanchett and Carol, Brie Larson, Room, Jennifer Lawrence, Joy. Charlotte Rampling, 45 years, and Sarah Say Ronan. I think you should I think you should Google that before you say Okay, that. uh from Brooklyn, it's fine, it's been said, we'll move on, the show must go on with professionals. <laughs> and the winner was Brie Larson for Room. What do you reckon? I think uh, I think it's well, I'm gonna say I think it's quite weak for a category. Um Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, the, the actresses in it are great, <clears throat> but the performances yeah. um, this year. Um, yeah. Well, let's start. Let's start off with, I guess, um, Kate Blanchett and Carol. I think it's what we kind of discussed a little bit earlier in terms of um, Christian Bale. Yeah. Um, we're looking at the general body of work. Yeah, I mean, it's a you've done a performance. You're going to get nominated. Pretty much, yeah. And, um, and it just yeah. so happens to be for a leading role. I, th- I think the same with, with J-Law, yes. as, as Jennifer Lawrence yes. and Joy is that it's... She's, she's com- good, but... Well, she's a great actress, but mm. she's completely miscast. Mm. And this movie doesn't know what it is or what it wants to do. And yeah, I think, unfortunately, these great actors and actresses are being nominated for roles that, you know, aren't, aren't great roles and aren't... You know these great characters that they've 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 created, and it almost it's almost it's a bit like you say when we talk about the Marvel movies, we're kind of saturating these actors and actresses by throwing them in for every single performance they do, and Jennifer Lawrence and Kate Blanchett are both great, but this isn't a stretch for them. This isn't a 
when you look at back mm. at their body of work, no one's going to remember these movies. I think we're just missing a lot. I mean, whenever I look at actress in a leading role, I always think of Meryl Streep. And yeah. that kind of like it poses the question of like where was she this year? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, she was in the Suffragettes. Yeah, for like and, all of six minutes. But it wouldn't surprise me if she'd have got nominated. I guarantee you, had Jennifer Lawrence and Carol maybe uh, and Carol Kate Blanchett not done this movies. Yeah, it, she would have got. She probably um, they probably would have give it to her. Mm. I mean, I'm thinking was oh her name escapes me. I've, I've kind of got brain freeze at the minute. Mm. Um. Oh, and Dame Maggie Smith. Where's oh, Maggie Smith? Oh, come on. Why is she not That's in there? That's ridiculous. And I think, you know, it's it's interesting because people have, have talked about the kind of, the diversity. Yeah. They, apart from um, Ronan, are these all American actresses? Well, Charlotte Rampling is, um, she's an English actress. Well, okay, then I'll um, take that back. But... But I mean, she, I mean, after what, you know, the comments that she came out with, she was never going to get it. What did she say? Well, it was just... Um, um, sh- Well, how do we get into the politics of this whole thing? I think she basically made a statement saying that um, Oscars are not... Hashtag not white. Hashtag not white. (laughs) Um, And I guess the crux of her argument was that, you know, art is subjective and there's not really all that much you can do about it. You can't really boycott things. You can't really complain about it. Wow. Yeah, which I, I guess the way that she phrased it maybe wasn't. Yeah, well, I, I guess we're trying to avoid politics and just mm. go with, go, you know. Um, but I definitely, I mean, I agree really, really that, that, what's her name? Maggie Smith should have been nominated for yeah. for the lady in the van. And I'm actually a, like a little bit angry that that's not the case. Yeah, I, th- I guess I think may, maybe it's because she's an older woman. I mm. don't know. I, I feel like. Now we now we've opened the yeah. politics up. Let's let's talk about it a little bit. For me, I feel like I, I think you could take you could take Jennifer Lawrence and you could take Kate Blanchett because I think she's done similar work um, before. I think you could take those two nominations out, and then what are you left with? What Brie? Um, okay, well, I, I think Brie Larson deserves this. I think her performance of going from this captured soul to to doing everything to get her son out and keep her mind going, keep her son's mind going. And that transition she goes through being outside of room. Mm. Um, whether or not we'll remember this performance in years to come is by the by. We'll remember it right now. Yeah. Um, thinking about the politics, for me, when I look at it, I do think Michael B. Jordan should be in there. I think the cast of Shout Out Compton should be in there. And Shout Out Compton should be along these nominations. Mm. But with this year, I think it's it's almost like a couple of newcomers, but a lot of it is awards for bodies of work. Yes, exactly. So I think Idris Elba... Is unlucky not yeah. to be in here, but I don't think it's because black because he's you know black. Yeah, I think it's because Christian Bale's done more movies. Tom mm. Hardy's done more movies. Mark Ruffalo uh, is uh, again lots of movies. Mark Rylance has gone from stage to movies, and there yeah. isn't much room for newcomers. No, and I think you know at least maybe I just hope you know Hollywood isn't racist, but I think you know I can't think of a, of any black actors that could be in this. Will Smith. I thought concussion was was okay, and you know, I, I guess what I'm saying is maybe he wasn't nominated because again, if you look at the the actors in there, it's almost like this new wave of actors, film wise. Obviously, mm. Leo isn't new, um, but it's almost like well, this is his year. But Michael mm. Ban- Michael Fassbender is a bit fresher. Ed Redmayne's a bit fresher. Matt Damon hasn't had a critical 
response, whereas Will Smith's now has been nominated quite a few times, hasn't mm. he? So it, it, I almost feel like these Oscars have been like, okay, Tom, you've had a great few years. Mm. Christine Bale, Matt Ruffalo, Matt Rylance, Sylvester Stallone, you come back, and it's like, you know, Will, you just haven't done that many movies mm. recently. Uh, too, think, you know, too many great movies. <clears throat> I think it's also... Sometimes um, the Academy likes to pat itself on the back in terms of actors who have such a great, you know, have a strong body of work that it's just, you know, their their name is yeah. enough to kind of get them a nomination. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's really unfair. And it also goes along with the political side of it um, in terms of race. Yeah. Um, you know, so many so many actors like Will Smith and um, his wife Jada um, decided to boycott the event. I personally don't believe that you should boycott an event. What you should be doing is raising awareness. And the yeah. issue with Hollywood is that, you know, um, is your work full stop good enough to get you nominated? That's the question that needs to be asked. Yeah. Um, regardless of, obviously, race or, you know, gender or anything like that. But yeah. also, are you giving the new generation, the new wave of actors, whether they are white, yeah, black, yeah. etc., are you giving them a chance? Are you writing these roles for them? And judging by what we're seeing here that's not the case well i mean it's certainly i think there is argument as as in casting choices and you know are enough is there enough diversity in the casting mm. which i guess you know possibly could the moment i think well obviously the big shot is based on a true story so if you're basing something on a true story then mm. then you can't really cast a, a black actor or a white actor to play someone different. Wasn't there some controversy this year? Did I hear that they were going to cast a white actor as Michael Jackson? I think they Ma- have. Maybe a dream. Wow, really? I think they have, okay, yeah, well, for a that... TV series, I think. It's one of the, um, is it Joseph Fiennes, I think, has been... Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean... Wow. Yeah, okay. right? <laughs> well, that, that's the podcast they have. Um, and I think, yeah, there, there definitely needs to be more diversity in casting. But then, I mean, then do people get cast in wrong roles you know, that they sh- they shouldn't do. Like, everyone's been campaigning for Idris Elba to be the next Bond. Mm. There's no doubt he's a great actor, but he made he made fun saying, well, am I, am I good-looking enough to be James Bond? Which is, he's a good-looking guy, I think, you know, he put himself down. Um, I don't know. I mean, straight out, Compton should be in there, and the, the cast should be in there. Michael B. Jordan should certainly be in there. Yeah, I think so. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I a part of me is just hoping... Um, the academy isn't racist, and they they're rewarding people. But I hopefully th- hopefully this time next year, we'll be looking at the best performances. Yes, that's <clears throat> I think that's the main yeah. point that we want to get across as people who watch films, as people who love films. Is yes. we want the best performances, and whether that comes from a black actor yeah. or a white actor, I don't care. I just want to see a really best good performance. performance. You know, and the nominees to deserve them. Yeah, definitely. The uh, but yeah, I'm Brie Larson. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I think, I, yeah. And also, I'll be, I'll be very interested to see, because she's obviously, she's relatively new to this whole, you know, clique of Oscar winners. Oh, um, yeah. And this group of people who have been nominated. Like Jennifer Lawrence, she she won the Oscar, did she not, for... Um, Oh, can't remember. She she's done two in a row now, so she she it may not be consecutive years, I think, but it I was think she did. Oh, she Amer- did, American I, Hustle and yes, um, and but something before Silver then Lanny's as well. Playbook. Oh, and then something before that. So you see what I mean? Really? She has been nominated. Yeah, um, she was nominated for actress in a supporting role, and for the life of me, I can't remember what the film was. Um, I'm but pretty it was, sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was. 
No, it was, it was before. Silver Linings Playbook. No, it was before, before then. It was before then. Really? Yeah. Amer- not American Hustle? No, before then. Really? Oh, okay. Um, well, it doesn't matter. We'll look yeah. Are we happy I mean, with Brie Larson? I, I am happy with Brie Larson, but as I said, I'll be very interested to see what do you think choices she might she's do now going to oh, do. Okay, yeah. You know, the, the big after. choice. Because when you get an Oscar, you know, she might all eyes are on you. She might get a franchise movie. Oh, God, please don't do Marvel. She, she might Brie, be. Well, please, she might be. Please. She might be. Right, this does not get... <laughs> This does not get grittier, nitty grittier than the actor. Um, we are knee deep whew. in nitty grittiness. So right it's now. actor in a leading role, and you know what I'm going to say, um, unless you've been living under a rock for the past 48 hours. So you've got Brian Cranston for Trumbo, Matt Damon for The Martian, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl, and. Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, who is the eventual winner. Hallelujah. I can't believe I've said those words. Hallelujah. Leonardo DiCaprio is an Oscar winner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, this this should be called, this year's category should have been called Best Leonardo DiCaprio in a Leading Role. Yeah. Because it was always going to win this. Yeah. Um, I was scared though a little bit. I know. Yeah. Who do you think was going to beat him? I don't know. I just thought like the Academy just, you know, might just be like, ha ha, just kidding. Brian Cranston. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Brian Cranston. Um, Well, not to get into the politics again, but again, I think Brian Cranston, this is an award for you were great in Breaking Bad. (laughs) You were terrible. Well, you were. No, he wasn't terrible. He's never terrible, but he was in a terrible Godzilla movie. Uh, Matt Damon is, you know what? Matt Damon. (laughs) Woo. that's my boy. You know what, Ben Affleck, you've been living in his shadow too much. <laughs> Have some cred. Uh, Fastbender, I like Fastbender's performance. Yeah, I, like I think it was solid. I mean, it's it's. I guess it's worthy of an Oscar nod. Yeah, uh, Eddie Redmayne shouldn't be there. No. I mean... Uh, but then I, I, I find this quite a weak category as well. Yeah, I mean... Well, are we, are we, I mean, we talked about Michael B. Jordan not being nom- nominated. He should be in there. He should be in here, sorry. We can take away Eddie Redmayne for definite. Um, and possibly Matt Damon because yeah, Matt Damon plays Matt Damon for me in this. Film, <laughs> he, you know he, what I mean? Yeah, he does. He does. I, okay, so let's let's talk about the positives then. Leo deserves an Oscar. Yes. I guess. Do you, does he deserve an Oscar for this film? If you want to break down all of his previous and I <clears> hate <throat> to say it, body of work. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it feels like a bit like this is the Martin Scorsese, Scorsese syndrome. Oh yeah. He did so many great films and mm. he got it for probably one of his, you know, it's a good film, The Departed, yeah. but you think of his body of work and for him to get it for The Departed and not, you know, Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, mm, Casino. Mm, mm. And I think, yeah, you know, it should have been his year last year, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. He should have got it for The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic in he that film, Show Much Rage. In this film, is a little bit gruelier. I guess for me, I'm happy for him to win this because, you know, he ate raw bison. But he we shouldn't fish. be giving people awards. I mean... I'm down with that. I just feel sometimes, as actors, you have to... It's almost... It's just like self-flagellation. I'm just going to say it. What's you flagellation? Have, like, you're just whipping yourself. You're just putting yourself through, you know, there's just so much torture to, to get yeah. a nomination, let alone a win. And I just feel like he... I mean, I liked his performance in The Revenant. I wasn't crazy, crazy about The Revenant. It's a solid film, but I, I do find it sort of loses its way halfway through the film and then 
You yeah, know, it, it's all, it's quite trippy as well. You never really get like a clear story of his well, character. The, the problem with the Reverend is there are no stakes. You know Leonardo DiCaprio. Spoiler alert. Mm. You know Nila, Nila. You know Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci. You know um, Leonardo DiCaprio. His character is never gonna die. Mm. And this is a bit of a revenge flick, almost a road trip movie. Yeah, on horse. definitely. Um, but I, I don't think it's a bad performance. No, I think, I think he does well with what he, with what he's given. Yeah. Um, but I think for me the script is is lacking. Um, well, it's um, but again I think Alejandro is just a very visual director, mm. and I don't think he cared too much about the script, and it was more about Leo's journey and making this great looking movie and what i what i'm really excited about is leonardo can relax now yes and he can just make the movies that, that he, he wants. wants to exactly but then i feel like he'll do just movies about climate change that's fine and it's leo I, he's I, got an oscar now <laughs> i mean you know i want to see him in <clears throat> i want i'd like to see him in like the next deadpool as this badass character that just swears and but then you see he's done films that you know, I, I was just thinking in terms of range. He's he's done a lot of things, and like he's done, you know, dramas like mm. Revolutionary Road. Um, he's done, you know, these kind of thrillers like The Departed. Yeah. Um, he's even done what well, he's done Django Unchanged. So he's done a western. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, he, he, if this whether this is for this role, whether it's for I wouldn't his be surprised. Work, whether it's for just because they find him attractive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I think he <laughs> deserves to win this Oscar. I, I, I would agree with and, that. I think you know, and it's a, it's about damn time. Yeah, I think we just need Tom Cruise now. But I think Tom Cruise. I can't believe has resigned himself not to get him one. He, he kind of did a Leo when he did um, the Samurai film. Is it the Last Samurai? Yeah, I like that film. Did all the training. Did this. Did that. Really pushed for it, didn't mm. get it, and but I think there are so he many. There's so many actors out there. For example, I was reading Glenn Close. She's yeah. been nominated six times. She's never won an never Oscar. Won. That is madness. Never. Well, I mean, this is, this is it. It's, you know, it's if you subjective. Think, it's what it is. It's art. It's subjective. Yeah, and I think you know, actually, some people deserve an award, and I think he deserved it. I mean, you you know. It does. It breaks my heart just thinking about it now. When we think of, uh, if I say it breaks my heart, I can't think of his name. No. <laughs> um, the the late but great Alan Rickman. Oh yeah. You know, how he didn't get one for Snape is mm-hmm. beyond me. That shows that the Oscars, not only for diversity, but just needs an overhaul anyway. It should mm. be a good performance. Deserves a good performance. You know, Hans Gruber. Yeah. So many great characters, and mm. you know. But having said that, in terms of this, in terms of this category, do I think that Leonardo has the best performance out of all of these other fantastic actors? I'm gonna say yes. Yes. Yeah. I guess that's Definitely. that's the nitty gritty. That is the nitty gritty. Out of these performances, is it the best? Yes. Yes, it is. Is it his best work? No. Probably not. But we're not asking about no, his best work. No, we're not. We're asking this year, best actor. For that film. Ever, out of every film this year, is he the best actor in a... Is this the best performance you probably see? For an actor in a re- leading role? I mean, of the nominees there, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm struggled to think who else would have... Yeah, no, know. me too. Me too. So, so Leo... deserved. Finally. Thank oh, God. God. Please relax. Whew. Please stop eating raw bison. You're a vegetarian. You know what? Do a Mission Impossible movie. Why not? You know why? Join the Justice League. No, let's. 
Let's not. You know, you're gonna. I think you're gonna love Batman vs Superman. I probably am gonna love Batman. And then, Superman. but it's not Marvel, you see. I know. Do you hate DC? No, I don't hate DC. Well, right. Anyway, DC. well done, Leo. Right, movie fans. Here we are. We said it before. We're gonna say it again. This is the nitty, the gritty, the twitty. <laughs> right. Best director. Here we go. The Big Shot, Mad Max Fury Road, The Reverend, Room, and Spotlight. And for the second year in a row, mm. for Best Director, it went to Alejandro for The Reverend. Yeah. Are we, are we happy about this? I think I'm happy about that. I think I am. Um, I mean, we've, we've talked about cinematography. Yeah. We've talked about um, the performances in it. Obviously, Leo... Yeah. Um, getting Best Actor nod. We've even talked about Tom Hardy getting um, nominated for Best Supporting Actor. So there is a lot of talent on show and there, and that stems from the director. Um, so I, I would be happy to go with this. It's, it, sometimes it's surprising that, you know, you get it sort of a year after. Yeah. So two years, two wins, the man's on a roll. Yeah. But... Um, I'm not really sure who else I would give it to there. Yeah, I think he's a good choice. Um, he definitely, he's, he's brought in a style mm. that, you know, we've seen before in parts. Yeah. Um, but never throughout a whole, whole film, I yeah, don't think. I, th- I feel like he's found a niche. Yeah. And <clears throat> the way Birdman um, is cut, like mm. it's just one long shot, which yeah. was fantastic and well-deserved last year. Definitely. Absolutely. And yeah, I like the Reverend isn't completely on one shot, but there are a lot of long shots that take you through this movie. And I think the first 10 minutes, he probably he probably won this Oscar. Mm. And again, it's been done before, so he's not necessarily doing anything, you know, he's not re- reinventing the wheel. Yeah. But what he's doing is he's, he's found his particular style. But also found a beauty within his films. Mm. I think, you know, they always look good. I think The Reverend looks beautiful. I think Birdman, you know, Birdman was really great because what I really like the difference between this and, and Birdman is Birdman was was almost, you know, quite a melodrama. Mm. And, and, and kind of, at times it became a very kitchen sink drama and, it, it, you know, but it's always these relationships. And... And visually for me, I mean, it's strange to sort of say this, but... Um, Visually, for me, it Birdman was almost felt like a graphic novel at times. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, with the with the whole story, which was quite interesting. But um, Hang on. so <laughs> I think what I want to say is that Birdman had that sort of graphic novel style, um, and it's he he puts it in this film as well. That the kind of you know the niche, as you say, the way that it's shot, yeah. these long shots. Um, so I just, yeah, as you said, I, I guess it's his, it's his thing now, isn't it, really? Even though it never really was, it is his thing now. Yeah, and I, I'd be interested to see his next movie. I think he, he really made an interesting point about Brie Larson, what her next move is. Yeah. What's his next move? I don't know, but isn't that, isn't that fun? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I, th- what I think as well is great for him is, you know, I'd, obviously I'd not really heard of much about him. Um, before Birdman mm. and as soon as I thought okay he's doing this movie I was like wow that's a, a huge move from shooting yeah. this, this movie in the theatre mm. and you know along Broadway and in New York yeah. to, to going into these you know forests and everything they went through to get mm-hmm. that movie right it is so different you know it's incredible obviously. so what's his next movie going to be I wonder will it be 
Will it be a comic book movie? Um, I think George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road is so unlucky. I think he is, yeah. I mean, he won all the other awards yeah. that were like this. So he's obviously put something together and it is beautiful and it's his like, first movie in mm. 20 years. Mm. And to remake something and, and just to have a guy strapped to a lorry mm. with a guitar is, is something with itself. So I think he's quite unlucky there. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I couldn't really see anybody beating the reference. To be yeah, I mean, I don't, this might sound slightly controversial, um, but in terms of Spotlight for me, I think um, Spotlight for me could have, could have been a documentary. Yeah. Um, I don't think it necessarily needed to be um, a dramatic film. Well, so could The Big Shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Adam McKay is can fi- can think himself extremely lucky to be in that category. Mm. Um, I mean, the big shot, best bits, uh, you know, like say Maggie Rob, Maggie Robbie, Maggie Robbie, uh, in the bath, mm. just explaining the banking crisis, mm-hmm. and there's little tidbits. Steve Carell, decent job. Christine Bale. I mean, it's a great cast, but yeah, it's a fantastic fundamentally. Cast. Not great I, th- I think it's just because it's for me. It's it's quite it's quite flashy. It's the kind of film that's you know showing you. Look at this cast. Come on, come in and see it. Yeah. As opposed to, and then you find out what it's really about. And unless you're very au fait with the banking system and the whole crisis, and you're into that kind of thing, you know, politics and. Well, I get, but I mean, the the Wolf of Wall Street and Martin Scorsese. Well, yeah, this is what job. I was going to say. That's for me, but there's a story behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. A, you follow this one character and his crazy friend, whereas the Big Short is. It's just people. No one's really likable in the Big Short, if you see what I mean. In terms of yeah. the decision that they make, it's it's interesting, but yeah. I don't know. I, I I didn't really connect with it, to be honest with you. No, and and uh, yeah, I I think if the Revenant was was not to win for best director then it should have been um george miller yeah for me. i think the interesting choices in it the the reverend and mad max much more interesting choices from the director Definitely. in the way in which it was shot yes so yeah well done two in a row nice. Alejandro. and then we get to the final award of the evening which the is nittiest the nittiest of the grittiest um which is for best picture now the contenders were the big short bridge of spies brooklyn Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and the eventual winner, which threw a complete spanner in the works, I think, for a lot of people, which was Spotlight. I mean, just shut the front door. Yeah. Shocked. I mean, that, that, now that is a steal, if there ever was one <laughs> at the Oscars. Um, I just, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. I, I could not believe it. Where did that even come from? Just out of nowhere. I think... Just, I think one of the problems is, is, you know, years ago there was like four or five films. Now there's, what is it, ten, two, four, six, there's eight films. There's eight. And I think that splits the vote a little bit. Mm. And the fact that it's not The Reverend or Mad Max. And after all the films, Mad Max won in this whole uh, ceremony. Yeah. And I just think... I actually thought it would be The Revenant, strangely enough. Yeah, I I thought it would be... Because uh, best director, best actor, best picture. I mean, that is a triple threat if there ever was one. Which is how can it not do it? I guess the Argo was quite similar, didn't it? Yes, it did, actually. Yeah, you're right. Ben Affleck didn't get best... It didn't even get nominated for best director. No, I don't think so. And, I I mean, it should have been either Mad Max Fury Road, The Reverend. 
I hoped Bridge of Spies for Spielberg because I love that movie. Yeah, I mean, Spielberg deserves to be up there yeah. anyway. The, again, the fact is the big shot is in there is unbelievable to me. <laughs> it is unbelievable. It, it just, it blows my mind because it's not a very good film. And Straight Outta Compton should be there. Creed yeah. could be there. I mean, could be, definitely. And I, I'm not... I, I, I want to make sure people know. I'm not just saying that because they had a majority black cast. It's because they were really good It is good a really good film, yeah. That I remember this year. <clears throat> Agreed. And I, I tell you what, as well, I'll take the big shot and put, you know, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation in there. Just for that scene. I, I really love that film. He just really loves it. Uh, I think um, with Spotlight, <sighs> once again, I kind of question the Academy and what they what statement they want to bring out when this is such a curveball. Um, I think it's a spotlight is a film that needed to be made. However, I, as I said before, I think it could have eas- very easily been a documentary and it probably would have won Best Documentary. It would have done. You know what I mean? It would have done. Um, but then maybe the reason why it was made is because it wanted, you know... Um, I think it's, this is when I made to win an Oscar movie. Yeah, yeah. So you know certain yeah, films it's not are an or- made. Yeah, an, an organic... Yeah. This material is, this it is, is a huge story we want and to be fair you know if there are if there is a, a network of mm. pedophiles mm. yeah um, you in, need to... in the church and we need to know about yeah, it. yeah definitely but i mean is this this isn't a schindler's list you know when no. you take a, a, a subject that should be shown and that is you know kind that of, can be dramatized i yeah. guess um because a lot of this film is spent with these the cast you know the journalists um investigating this which is not it's it's difficult to watch you it's a kind of film that um i think you know you need to be in the right kind of mood for you can't just switch on your tv and go oh yeah i watch spotlight tonight yeah but then i guess you know could you just oh just watch schindler's list tonight or any other hard-hitting movies no, but I mean, I think, I think Schindler's List is is there's more stuff going on than just sort of people talking, people talking. about this issue. There's yeah. there's actual, you know. I guess that's the many people's issue with spies. It's just people talking. Yeah, and but it is a film that needed to be made. Uh, yeah. But as I said, um, I I I think it could very easily have been. Out of our list, is it the best movie? I'm gonna say no. And what would you have gone for? I would have gone for The Revenant again. Um, yeah. Even though I think the Revenant does have flaws, I just think that in terms of the all-round or oh, Bridge of Spies, there we go. Oh, I love oh, Bridge man. of Spies. I'm so down with that. Or even Room. Even Room. Yeah, I think. I mean, what a shocker! If anything, you know what? If if it was to stir the the wagon to rock the boat, if it's if it's gonna push forward some new ideas. Mm. Of the Oscars, then then I'm certainly down with that. But The Reverend was better, Mad Max was better, Bridge of Spies was better, mm. and and I like I mean I like Room, a Room. But you see, this is the yeah, this is the thing because Room could be it was obviously based on a you know um, a book a book, but there were so there are so many stories out there you know in America and yeah. Europe where this has happened in in sort of, you know real life. People have experienced this yeah. um, in the same that people have experienced abuse um, at the hands of, you know, Catholic priests. Now, yep. yeah, it's which one? I don't know. It's just it's it, as you say, it's one of those films that was definitely made to to be a contender for the Oscars. And yep. but I think it probably would have even surprised, um, you know, them to have actually won the best picture because that is that's the last that's the final that's the final award that's given at the Oscars, that is 
And I don't it's, think it, it, that's the only thing it won, wasn't it? Wasn't that, was that the only thing it won? I mean, we've just gone through the list. Um, uh, I can't think... It had obviously nominations. I mean, Mark Ruffalo yeah. was nominated. Um, I mean, yeah. No, so it no, won two. Best yeah, original, original screenplay. screenplay. But, the, I mean, that is a big award, you know what I, I mean? I mean, to win two, you probably got the best two to one. Yeah. Uh, well, well done, Spotlight. Uh, if, you, if you get a chance, look at the... Michael Keaton's reaction to it. It's, oh, yeah? It meant a lot to him. Oh, wow, okay. It meant a lot to him. Um, and he's was, been doing well as well recently. He's I mean, had a great run. He's had a great run. But his reaction was like winning the Super Bowl, winning the World Cup, winning the Champions League. He really enjoyed it. And, I, you know, cool. just on that, if, if we made Batman happy... I'm cool with that. And we raised awareness um, to, to this horrific events that have happened um, within the church, then, then, then good on them. But I think... The makers of the Rembrandt and Mad Max can be a little bit upset. Slightly upset. I mean, I think Alejandro might not be that upset. Because he's, he's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> Two there in a row, baby. Boom. Best picture, there 2015. Spotlight. Okay, movie fans, so that was the Oscars um, for 2015. Obviously, they were awarded in 2016, but those were the Oscars for the previous year. So please don't write to us and complain at 5 com or on Twitter. Or on Facebook, Five Reasons to Watch. What we'd like to do is see where this year's films compared to previous years. So, Spotlight was the winner for this year. Obviously, we've just said, we've just gone through them. But how does that compare, for example, to 2014's year of movies? How do you think this year? Well, let's look at this year on a whole. Mm. So, 2014, Birdman, American Sniper, Boyhood... Grandpa the Best Hotel, Simulation Game, Selma, Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. I mean, that's, that's I think, quite a strong category. Yeah. Um, a group of films for 2014. I mean, obviously, we know Birdman won. Um, Alejandro yeah. picking up his first Oscar um, at the time. I personally didn't rate American Sniper whatsoever. I hated that film. Yeah. Um, I really loved Whiplash, so I was I was kind of surprised to see it there because it was, I don't know, it was um, it was kind of niche, but at the same time, it it, it could have been like a popcorn sort of film as well. Um, the theory of everything. Yeah, I th- I mean I think last year's list is, is pretty, it's probably better. Infinitely, I, I, I think I'm not so, sure yeah. Spotlight would have won last year. No. And I think some great movies there. Obviously, we're thinking 2013s. Won't go through them all. But highlights, The Winner Was 12 Years a Slave, yeah. American Hustle, mm. Wolf of Wall Street, Philomena, Gravity. Yeah. Um, Even Captain Phillips, I think, is was an excellent film. Yeah. Um, and, and that had, obviously, Tom Hanks at the helm. Yeah. Um, and that was also another film sort of based on a, on a real-life story, although yeah. it was disputed at the time um, how much of it was actually true. But Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then as we, as we go kind of, we'll, we'll try and go a bit further back. Because... Mm. Um, you know, when you go back to, say, the 90s film, like, yeah. we, we're looking at 97 here. The Year of the Titanic, Ooh. As Good As It Gets, The Full Monty, Goodwill Hunting, L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. I mean, these are movies that we, we still talk about. Definitely. They're, they're iconic, I think, um, a lot of those films. Are. In fact, all of them, really. Yeah, I mean, look at 99, American Beauty, The Side wow. of House Rules, The Green Mile, The Inside of the Sixth Sense. Yeah. And... American Beauty, oh my God, what a film. That, yeah. That film is just perfection. Exactly. 96, The English Patient, Fargo, Jerry Maguire. I think it was better when they had lesser, um, kind of less nominations, so four or five. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, look at 94. So we, we've had Spotlight as the winner. Mm. Imagine it up against, you know, Forrest Gump. Or The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. No, just that's not... <laughs> you're, not you're never going to make it. 93, The Schindler's List, The Fugitive, The, P- the Piano. Mm. Um, so and, and obviously it is unfair to, to try and, you know, put them in together. But, I mean... Do I mean we have? I think we have too many nominations. Yeah, I think they tried to open it up, and I kind of understand because it is it is the it is the film. You know, it's the be all and end all for especially a director to yeah. to, to win best picture. Um, well, I believe they opened it up because The Dark Knight was such a great movie, but it, it the year it was up against, so that would have been mm. two thousand and eight, and and basically. What about Inception as well? I mean, well, Inception did get a did nod. Did it get a nod? Uh, yeah, it did get a nod. What year was that? Was that twenty <clears> ten? <throat> oh yeah. Yeah, there it is, Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe, I believe it would have been probably the year. Would it have been the year two? It was either two thousand nine or two thousand eight. So yeah, they they extended it because we had the year Slumdog Millionaire, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost, Nixon, Milk, and the Reader. Now. The argument was that The Dark Knight would have been nominated and I think it would have won. So then the year after is when they extended it. So they went from kind of four, four, five up to kind of eight. Mm. So, you know, I think we've lost the quality by bringing it up, um, by, by having more. Yeah, I think it also there. seems as though they're trying to squeeze in every single genre they can. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, here's an animated film. Oh, here's a... Well, Up getting nominated, Toy Story 3 getting nominated. Yeah. Which I guess is good. Um, but, I mean, are we just not... Ma- are we making more niche films that are seen as Oscar-worthy and making less classic movies? I mean, you know, if you go back to 82, Gandhi, E.T., The Missing, Tootsie... Mm. Um, you know, to say, <laughs> if you think Kramer versus Kramer, all that jaws, Apocalypse Now, Apocalypse Now, yeah, these these films, you know, the Deer Hunter. Oh God, that's are yeah. we, are we just are we just making too many films and not enough classic films? One flew over the cuckoo's nest, yeah. Jaws, mm. Mm. you think to yourself, oh, Jaws doesn't have an Oscar, but Spotlight does. Cool, yeah. How do you feel about? Wow, that? when you when you put it like that, I mean, yeah, it it does seem. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know, maybe we're being a bit too harsh. And, you know, I think, you know, the thing is, like, in 1968, for example, when Oliver won, uh, instead of the funny girl, over Romeo and Juliet, or, let's think of it, let's, come, let's see, for maybe a different year. Let's go for... Oh, my God. We'll have to go back down, because, yes. what was that? Yeah, it was um, The Sound at? of Music, over Dr. Zhivago. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. It happens sometimes, doesn't it? Mm. It happens. Um, let's go with then. I tell you what. Let's go with the year of the Godfather. So yeah. the Godfather one uh, of a cabaret, Deliverance. Deliverance, yeah. Um, I mean, people talk about those three films now. Mm. Will we be talking about Spotlight, The Big Shot? We'll be talking about those films Ooh. in 30, 40 years from now. I think Spotlight, yes. Yeah? I think Spotlight, yes, because obviously wow. the, the story that it's trying to portray. Yeah. Uh, and, and it is, you know, it, it does show basically um, this this investigation by a collective group of journalists into into the abuse. Um, 
So I think I think because because of the subject matter, I think it will be one of those films that will be remembered. But um, purely because of the subject matter, for me, I think. Yeah, and I guess I'm probably being a bit harsh on on kind of newer films because I mean when we look at 1972 when those movies were released, mm. I mean that could have been the only five movies that were good, and the rest could have been. Bad. Maybe we make more better movies this year because yeah. every man and his dog can make a movie now, can't they? Whereas if we look at some of the films nominated, mm. it's always United Artists, Warner Brothers, Paramount as well, Paramount, um, Lucas Films, um, Allied Artists. So maybe maybe we make more better quality films. Yeah. But maybe we're just not making these films that are going to be remembered in twenty thirty years. Well, I mean, the only you know hindsight is twenty twenty, but. Who can who can say? I mean, who knows? Maybe <laughs> we're still doing this twenty years later. Yeah. Um. It'll be interesting to see. Um. And also for the you know the newer generation coming up and and watching films like The Martian, like The Revenant, Room, um, Bridge of Spies, etc. Yeah. You know, maybe for them they will be films that define their de- their generation. Um. Yeah, I I don't I can't specifically say it defines my generation at the moment. I just don't think a lot of them are standouts for me. I don't I wouldn't call mm. any of them iconic. Um, That's the word iconic, isn't it? Birdman, I, mean, I kind of would because it's so different. Um, yeah. The Revenant, mm, it's there, but it's not yet there. There. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I guess. Yeah, this year I don't I don't see I mean, again, like I say about twenty twenty. Mm. I think in years to come we'll watch you know, The Wolf of Wall Street and think, wow. I think so, yeah. And I'm not sure there's a film this year mm. that I'm gonna rush out to buy. Mm. I can't see a film like this out. I'm like, I need to see again. Yeah. And you know, that doesn't necessarily mean a good film is you need to see again. Mm. But whenever we do five reasons to watch, we like to think, well, I want to watch this movie Would you again. want to watch it again? Yeah. And or what would you take from it the second time you watch it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know... I think Spotlight for me is a one-watch film. One I think watch once film. you've I think once you've seen it, I, I don't really see a point of watching it again. Yeah, and it, it's just, you think to yourself, well, Pulp Fiction, <coughs> oh. Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> yeah. these movies didn't win, Spotlight has. I mean, Jaws, I could watch Jaws... Yeah. Any day of the week. Every day. I don't know, but um, not to take any, anything away from Spotlight. No, of course or not. Or anyone that's been nominated this mm. year. Um, well done to them. We, well, we didn't get nominated for an Oscar this year. Oh. Did we? Did we not? No. Sorry. Um, not even for sound editing. N- not <laughs> especially <laughs> not for sound editing. Um, but well done to, to everybody who, who makes movies, who, who creates this creative medium for us. And, you know, we're just giving our opinions. Yeah, and, that's all they are. You know, that's Subjective all opinions. opinions. For, for what they're worth. They're probably not worth anything. Not very much, probably, but hey. And, yeah, no, um, you know, decent year for films. Well, I mean, I saw, like, over 80 films Whoa. last year. So I people think I saw about 50-something like odd, which we'll is not to bad. Beat that but year. we'll have to beat that. And I'm, I'm not I on many this year. Um, yeah, fantastic. So... Let's quickly look ahead. What do you think is going to be winning the Oscars next year? So, I think first pick is going to be Hail Caesar. The comedy from the Coen Brothers um, with George Clooney looks fantastic, looks old school Hollywood, and the Oscars will lap that up. 
Yes, and I know I've already mentioned it before, and I'm still going to go with it, Finding Dory. You're going to say, what, best animated feature? Yeah, it's probably going to win it. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I like that. Also, Race, which I'm looking forward to, the story Ooh, of... Jesse Owens. Yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out a wild card here. Do you remember when... Oh, what is his face? Um, he, he was a, a comedy actor in Superbad and in all kind of Judd Artep's films. Um, and his name, it's not Seth Rogen, the other guy, his little friend. <laughs> I don't know how his name's his escaped His little me. friend. Um, what anyway, about him? What about his little friend? He, he got nominated for Moneyball and he got a Best Supporting Actor from Out of the Blue. And uh, I don't know why his name escapes me. It's going to be so funny because you guys at home are listening thinking you know who it is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he got an Oscar. I'm going to say Jason Sudeikis is going to be this year's. Um, he's going to be in race, best supporting actor uh, in race. And I think he's going to get a, a, a best um, best supporting actor nomination. Now, bear in mind, when, when you play these back in a year's time, some, most of these movies aren't even... I haven't even been fully not made, even a trailer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so race, watch out for race. Mm. Uh, Woody Allen's next project, it's untitled, but he always does okay. Yeah, um, well, let's go with, because we talked about her omission from the Oscars, not because of any other reason aside from she didn't, she was only in Suffragette for what, six minutes? Yes. yes. Meryl Streep is Meryl back um, alongside Hugh Grant in Florence Foster Jenkins. Yeah, we'll see how that goes on. Wasn't, wasn't, was it Meryl Streep was in that? That rocking film, did you see it? She was like a rock and roll guitar player. Ah, yes. I know what you're talking about. I think she starred with her daughter. Yeah. With her real-life like daughter in that Jenkins film Jenkins well. and the Superstar or something. Something like um, that. I don't know. But, we, yeah, um, The Founder, the story of McDonald's, <laughs> starring yeah. Michael Keaton. Didn't get a nomination this year, but generally does all right. What about, so we've we've had so many book adaptations, I'm going to go with um, The Girl on the Train. The Girl on the Train. That's probably going to get a few Oscar nods yeah. for Emily um, the Blunt. Lead. Yeah, she's been um, cast as the lead for that film, so it's going to be very gritty. Yeah, I'd have liked to have seen her get a nod for this year's Sicario. Yeah, but I think if I compare her performance with Benicio Del Toro's, I think his omission from, yeah. even as best supporting um, is just a slap in the face, really. That's, yeah, it's true. Um, silence with Neil, Liam, Liam Neeson. And Kylo Ren! And Kylo Ren. But not as Kylo Black, Ren. Not as Kylo Ren. <laughs> so it, it may be who plays Stroppy Jedi, maybe he won't. We'll see. Um, but yeah. We've also got um, this thing called Nocturnal Animals, and I think it's directed by Tom Ford. And he's he got will. good... Yeah, I mean, he's got good um, rep at the Oscars. Yeah, Not bad true. for a director slash perfume designer slash designer slash yeah. all-round creative genius. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, anything else we think we've missed? Um, I think, what is it? It's Only the End of the World. It has um, a pretty good cast, actually. It's got yeah. Leia Seydoux from Spectre yeah. and Marion Cotillard and um, Vincent Cassell. I mean, psh, yeah. genius. If any of these, we're going to really brag if any of these get nominated, so listen out. If not, then just forget we did this because it was far too early because most of them we've not seen the trailers for. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. Go on. I'm going to say Ben Affleck for Batman and Bruce Wayne. Or Jeremy Irons for Alfred. Oh, he probably... Actually, yeah. Jeremy Irons, I can see it happening yeah. because it's Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Um, do you really... Oh, gosh. If he... Do you think... Oh, I'm, like, excited now. I want to see the performances Imagine of Batman. That. Because, I mean, did Christian Bale ever get a nomination never, for Batman? No, he never. Mm-hmm. Because, but the thing is, with those, with Nolan's Batmans, they were, they were a lot more about the villains. Yeah. Apart from Batman Begins, he probably deserved one for Batman Begins. Mm. 
I think he did. He did a good job, and obviously he wasn't as in with the academy as, as he is now. No. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, lots of Marvel movies coming out, um, taking a more serious tone. Mm. Well, maybe Robert Downey Jr. would probably get one he deserved for for Iron Man. Do you think Man. so? Maybe I think so. As a collection of these stories, but then it's getting a bit more serious. So mm. his acting chops. Uh, we don't know. Obviously, yeah. I pray Finding Dory's good. Psh, doesn't oh, need may- to be good. It, maybe it just something. needs to be the only, you know, the only animated film released. What about someone from Suicide Squad? David Ayer for oh, directing. Oh really? Yeah. Michael I mean, if Robbie. That or even Will Smith. But then mm, will he turn mm. up? Ooh. Well, if he gets <laughs> nominated, he probably will do. Um. <laughs> Anything else? I can just think of only superhero movies. Yeah, there's a lot of them out, though. Yeah. Um, and book adaptations as well sort of spring to mind. Is there anything you've seen this year? I guess over in England, we're, we're getting a lot of the, the films that were nominated last year. Yeah. So I can't think off the top of my head anything I've seen this year. Deadpool. You know what I would really love to see is them give, like, best <laughs> adapted screenplay to Deadpool. Or that would Ryan, be hilarious. Ryan Reynolds for best trying his ass off to get a movie Don't. made. Ten years he spent. Have you seen Deadpool yet? I haven't. It's fantastic. Um, I think we're going to do a podcast Ryan about it. Ooh, can we not just give it to Deadpool? Let's give it to Deadpool. <laughs> just give it to Deadpool. Don't, don't give it to Ryan. Um, anyway, here's to, to a wonderful bunch of films um, for 2015. And here's to hopefully some more wonderful films in 2016. And I hope this year Marvel could make a movie that you will enjoy. Oh. Uh, you know, let's not ask for miracles now. Okay, well, that's it, movie fans. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. And thank you so much for subscribing. Please get in touch if you disagree with anything we've had to say. So on Twitter at 5 Reasons to Watch. Or email us 5 Reasons to Watch at gmail.com. Or you can always visit our Facebook page and leave us a comment. We'll see you again. Bye. Bye.